thankful for the way these stories hold on to the lifetime we won't get back. I know these rivers carry Welcome to Kankakee Podcast, where we talk about the people and places of Kankakee County. I'm Jake Lamore, and as this uh, episode is coming out, um, this coming weekend is uh, a very special event in Kankakee County, and an event that's been going on for several years. And I remember going to it as as a kid. I was probably about 10 years old, which was a really long time ago. Um, but uh, this uh, this Sunday, December 5th, uh, the Riverview Historic District in Kankakee is having their annual house walk. And I remember my grandparents taking me there like when I was about 10 years old. And it was I thought it was such a cool thing, even at that age, just seeing all of these historic houses. Um, and with us today um, from the Historic District is Nina Pilato. And actually, June, is it June Bovair? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. That, that's something I'm going to ask you about, too. And you probably already know what I'm going to ask you about, Uh-oh. about your last name. <laughs> and then, Joan, I'm sorry, I forgot to catch your last name. Joan Germano. Germano. With a G? With a G. Okay, wonderful. It is so wonderful to uh, have all of you ladies here. Welcome, <laughs> welcome. Yeah, I got to have the applause. You know, there's a big studio audience in my tiny, tiny basement in this, you know, recording space. But thank you for taking the time. Thank you, Nina, for setting this up. It was such a a blast from the past seeing you at at Halloween downtown. I I can't even remember. That was probably the first time I'd seen you in so long. And it it was 20 years. It was so great to catch up. So uh, backtrack. Uh, Nina and I are both originally from Mantino. Our families grew up together. Your, my oldest brother, Josh, and yourself were in the same class. And then, uh, you know, your sister, uh, Sarah, and I were in the yes. same class. So it was just like, you know, we knew each other for, for a long time. Um, and so fast forward all these years, you moved to Kankakee. You wind up in the, the Riverview Historic District. And you sent me an email saying, hey, you know, um, I don't know if you'd be interested in this or not, but we've got our annual house walk coming up and and I'm like, yeah, let's talk about this, you know. So so thank you for for reaching out. Yeah, I'm really happy it worked out. I'm good. It's it's just that's one of my favorite things about doing this podcast is when I just hear from either brand new people or people I haven't talked to or seen in years and they're like, "Hey, I've got this thing." Would you want to do something about it or do something with it? So um, let's get to kind of the beginning of the making of the Riverview Historic District. I know, if I'm not mistaken, it, it I mean, it starts with Emory Cobb, right? 
sort of? Correct. It okay. does. It does start with Emory Cobb. Yes. Um, yes. Um, he was a very important man in uh, in the city of Kankakee. Um, he developed many things, and he um, went on to uh, dev- um, like he went with um, who was he with? Um, developed the neighborhood. He sold a lot of tracks, didn't he? Yes. Yes. And he ended up with this huge plot there by the river around Cobb Park, and ended up selling lots of lots for development. Correct. And back at the turn of the century, those lots turned into the homeowners were the the movers and the shakers typically of the um, area. They had um, developed um, businesses. They were doctors. They were lawyers. They were a lot of influential people. And um, so it was really the city of Kankakee's first real true neighborhood. And um, Cobb Park, the city park, was a big part of that along the river. And still, that's a major um, influence for us, oh, you know, yes. currently. Um, it, it's got one of the, the most uh, beautiful views, historic views in the, the whole city, the whole county of uh, of, Cobb, of Cobb Park, particularly looking at the tower at Shapiro. Shapiro, yes. You know, that's just such an iconic, it's, it's kind of like how um, the courthouse mm-hmm. is a, a iconic view of, of downtown. Well, outside of downtown, it's that, that view of Cobb Park and, and the Shapiro Tower in the background. I mean, we have a wonderful neighborhood with all those wonderful older houses. But then to have Cobb Park, the river, I mean, we kind of got it all down there. It's right. kind of nice. Yeah. Right. And, and not that we're going to, I'm not going to deep dive into this, but did, did it originally start with the Riverview Hotel? And that was long before the, the houses were even dreamt of, correct? Or was that all happening around the same time? No, the hotel was there first, and it brought many people from the city from the city of Chicago, from all outlying areas, and they would come here for a summer destination. And it was a huge um, um, area. And then it was only there for about 10 years, unfortunately, and when it burned, that's when it was all divided up into the properties, into land. So. And, and that's pretty much where the the historic district begins. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's correct. So in um, 1986, it was officially designated and listed on the National Register of Historic Places. And we have 164 structures that are in our um, historic district. Wow. So, that's yeah. a lot. It I is a lot. Re- I didn't a lot. realize it was that many. I thought it would be like, ah, there's, you know, there's 50. Yeah, no. Or maybe, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and are they all homes or... Um, no, well, we have um, some that are duplexes. Um, we do have um, a vintage apartment building. True. Um, we actually we know we have the Frank Lloyd Wright House, which is currently yes. a museum. Um, so it's it's mostly homes. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about. I, I want now. I'm wondering where that apartment building is. I don't know if I've ever noticed it. Well, on Harrison Avenue, it would be the block before the. Um, let's see, six seven six hundred seven hundred block. It's the. It's 600. right. Six hundred. Six hundred block. Um, yes, it's a um, Spanish brick, um, kind of a yeah apartment building. Um, it looks very much the same as it did when it was built. 
It has a front, same front um, facade, and that's a that's a major thing um, for the historic district. So the structures need to keep the same facade, the front facing the street, to continue being historic. Um, through the years, we have had some homes that have been you know sided or maybe porches taken off. Things have been changed, but we try and encourage as an organization people to remain you know historic and as much as you know original as possible. And I, I would imagine, what's the reasoning for the the change? Is it, I'm sure it has to do with money. money it all yes. comes back yeah. to money, right? I mean, right. Well, maintenance, maintenance, yeah. And a lot of times people get older and it's difficult for them to maintain, you know, to paint every couple of years. Um, we actually have, we only paint our house one, one side at a time. So we <laughs> never have painted the whole thing at one time. One year. So are you painting every single year? Well, no, not actually. No. We, we're, <laughs> you know, you this got... year we didn't do a side, so okay. we're still good. We're still okay. good. I was going to say, because if you're doing one side a year, then by the time you've... <laughs> it's, it's almost, yeah. It almost works out to be that way. Yeah. yeah. Maybe there's a one or two year gap before you start again. <laughs> yes, right? exactly. Okay. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Well, yeah. At, least, at least you got a yeah. plan and you don't have right. to... It, it, it's... Um, it's a lot worse when you're maintaining thing or you're let's say you're a business owner and you just kind of let everything slip away then all of a sudden <clears throat> however many years later you got to revamp the whole thing and yeah it's going to be $100,000 you're like what? Uh-huh. Like I don't have that. Right. So um so what what classifies a home as historic besides a, a front. What what has classified these homes as historic homes? Well, I think the neighborhood was all built after that hotel burned. You've got Cobb selling those things off. So you have this period that lasted from early 1900s to like 1930. So you have an historic period right there. In the um, application to the historic district, there were categories. You could either be architecturally significant, so you would have a defined thing. Obviously, the Frank Lloyd Wright House defines that. You could also have one that's historical. So you have um, the, excuse me, the Lacour House or the Cobb House, someone that was significant in Kankakee's history. And then you also have contributing structures. They're not necessarily marvelous examples of the architecture, but they were built at the same time. So you have some craftsmen. You've got some basic four squares. You have prairie with four square. You have all those different kind of things. But it was built in that period up until 1930. So it's just sometimes it's the the style of the house is kind of like the, like you said, like, for example, a craftsman, mm-hmm. that style of house was like invented in that period, pretty much? I think the Craftsman's is all part of that um, arts and crafts movement, Mm -hmm. which Frank Lloyd Wright and His Prairie was categories in that time, as are the Craftsman. We have a Craftsman on the walk this year, and it's adorable. It's just, you look on the outside and you think, oh, that's a cute little house, until you get inside and you see this marvelous rafters and room to grow and do those kind of things. I love the the houses that surprise you like that. They look so simple on the outside. <laughs> and the, and not that the simple looks bad. Of course, it, it looks nice. And then you get in the inside and it just kind of slaps you in the face with all the yeah. detail yeah. The, and the craftsmanship. And the craftsmanship and, and, the, and the other part of the craftsman is all the wood details that they would do. And inside this house that's on the walk this year, there's only been 
The owner now is the third owner. Third owner. Wow. So it was built in 19, I don't remember, 10, 20, before 1930. Yeah, right, before, right. <laughs> um, so... What's exciting about them is that they have a lot of the previous owners had shared all their history and pictures. And, so, and I guess that the granddaughter of this, the builder, the builder, may be coming to the housewalk. So the current owner is just so excited to receive them, to, you know. The fact that they're still alive is pretty incredible. Yeah. I would imagine they were, they, they must be. You know, up there in years. If, yes. Yes. You know, so that that's going to be uh, quite a quite an experience to for them to come and and see a house that they they helped build. Yeah. Exactly. That's so cool. Yeah. Um. So did the you said 1986 was when it was marked historic? Is that actually when the organization began, or did no? It was the historic... prior. It was well. It was prior to that because they worked on establishing. There was a lot of work that goes into establishing a historic district. There are surveys. Each home has to be surveyed. So you have to have the history of the home. You have to have the architectural description. And so if you do that times 164, I think the actual application was like 600 pages or something crazy. Oh. Yeah. So, um, what was your question again? I'm sorry. Oh, no. I mean, <laughs> the organization. No, I, was, I was just oh, yeah, yes. asking when, when the Riverview Historic District was actually, like, established, saying, hey, this is, there's something very special here. Let's. I think it was maybe a year or yeah, a year or two prior. I think so. Yeah. Um, yes, and it was under the direction of Joanne Schwade and Mary Benoit. Chris Bolin. I think Don Delorier was hanging out with them. Yeah. Yeah. It was a group. There was a, a big group combined effort. They were the, the head of it, but then they had a lot of helpers. You know, it took a lot of people to do all the research. research yeah. yeah, it would take a very long time. <laughs> so what are, what are I, I should have asked this right in the beginning, but what are each of your roles in the historic district? Well, I'm president of the organization, um, kind of um, flunky for everything else, you know, that gets to be done. June is our housewalk chairman, so she's organizing and making sure. Nina is new to our board, and we are yes. so grateful to have Nina because we're kind of the old guard, and we need that new guard in there because technologically she can say, we'll do this, Joan, and we could do that, and sure, we could do a survey. I'm like, oh, good. I don't know how to do that. So you push the, you push all those buttons, and you make all those tags, and so it's been fun. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, she's she's great. And oh, she obviously, great. that's, you know, this podcast, you know, for example, that's how this came about, too. So um, what I was wondering is, I know Nina's house is not on the walk, right? Or is it on the walk? Oh, no, mine is. Okay. Well, decades not away this, from not, being ready No, no, not, not this year. Maybe next year. Oh, the pressure is five, on. Five-year plan? Okay. Five, All right. <laughs> we'll work with you. <laughs> um, but I was wondering if, if June or Joan, either of your houses, were on the walk. Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. We've been recruited. Yeah. Okay. But not this year. No, Previous oh, years. Okay. Previous I know. Years. I mean, you've got 164 properties, <laughs> and I know not all of them are shown, but I'm sure there's there still has to be a good chunk that are, are rotated in and out. We've had ours on twice. Okay. So yeah, but not like it's been a t big time gap between the first time and the second time. And so. I suppose it, it's so you get the same people coming back, so they can see different homes. True. True. 
Oh, yeah. And sometimes there's a mix, you know, like your house was on with different houses. So, you know, as you go through, it just there's a whole feel of the walk itself. I know, like we have all those different styles this year. And I think our house was back on back in 2000. So You're I shouldn't say that. I'm, I'm going to be come up for a renewal here. <laughs> it's kind of scary. Here it is. We're going to, we're going to, uh, this is uh, recorded intact that Joan's house <laughs> is going to be, you know, it's going to be on for, for the next year. But what, what are your, How's it, what's Joan? What is your house like? Okay, so my house is a four square. It's big old house on the corner, a lot and a half. It took me over three hours to rake all the leaves today. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> but when I t- but what's interesting is um, when my husband and I were looking for houses back in 1988, and he said, you know, I think we've got enough in the bank. Let's go look for a house. And I said, oh no. This is where we will live. I want to live in the historic district. I'm a native of Kankakee. And that neighborhood to me was always fascinating. It was the best place to go trick-or-treating. They had the best candy. Probably the biggest candy, too. Oh, yeah. You you knew the houses that gave out the big candy bars because you circled back twice, you know? Yep. (laughs) And then, um, so when my husband and I were looking, I said, well, we need to go look at the ho- our house that was on, it was on the market. And he goes, John, that house is huge. It's four bedrooms, big house. But I knew that house because it was my best friend in sixth, seventh, and eighth grade that lived in that house. So I had all these great memories of sleepovers, playing dolls on the porch. When my best friend got married, she got married in the back room. We walked down the stairs. We saw ourselves in the big mirror. Wow. I said, we got we to gotta go look at this house. My husband's like, yeah, it's a cool house. And so, but (laughs) he's like, you know, but I said, oh, but honey, if we got this house, you'd only have to move me out one more time and that would be in a box. So, you know, (laughs) so here we are. Did you get that in writing? Did you sign a contract? Um, No, we didn't. But so, you know, it's, it's memories of, especially as a Kankakee native, that neighborhood always going down to Cobb Park, passing all those houses. So I said, we got to have an address here in the historic district. So so when you bought the house, it wasn't from your family's, your best friend's family then. It was someone else that had owned it at that time. Correct. There was an owner in between. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And then uh, how about you, June? Describe describe your house. Um, my house is a large white Queen Anne that was built in 1910. And um, when my high, my husband and I were high school sweethearts, and we used to ride bicycles down, you know, through the neighborhood. And when we got married, we wanted a house down there, but we couldn't afford it. But we bought a brand new ranch in Bourbonnet that we could afford. And then we lived there for a couple of years and had a daughter. And my husband was on a service call, and I went with him for the ride. And so I'm sitting in, you know, his truck. He's going to do his job. And there's this big, sad, white house across the street from where he's parked. (laughs) And it's funny. There was a for sale sign. And then in the Daily Journal the next weekend, it was going to be open housed. Well, we have to go see this house because I sat waiting for you doing this job. (laughs) So we have to go walk through. I want to see what it looks like. Well, that was the end of that. I'm not allowed to go to open houses anymore. (laughs) So we bought the house. We sold our house in Bourbonnet, and um, we love it. We've loved it ever since. And the same as Joan, we're not going anywhere. We just, there's nowhere else I would live. Yeah. 
Do you have a you have a son too, right? No, I have. We have one Just daughter. A daughter. Okay, yep. so maybe it's because I went to school with some Beauvairs. Okay, was it Logan? Logan. Logan's and our his, nephew. And oh. Jordan, his sister, is our niece. Okay, it was Jordan. Yeah, I was gonna say it was Jordan and Logan. I okay. remember them. Okay, so my husband's older brother Tom. That's their chi- his oh, okay. children. Okay. Yeah. All right. I still see. I I was. That's what was bugging me this whole time. I'm like, I wonder if she's related to uh-huh. to Jordan and and Logan. Yeah. So. There's not a, there's not a lot of Beauvairs. And actually, I guess not. it's it's a French name. And actually, some people say Boisvert, mm-hmm. and it's translated to Greenwood. And I live on Greenwood, so that's wow. that's like this is my house. This is yeah. where I belong to be. Yes. That's so everything, fitting. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, it really yeah. does. That's incredible. Oh, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. And I don't know if Nina w- wants to talk about her historic home. Oh, sure. Um, So my home is one of the, I guess, later homes to the historic district because it was built in 1934, I believe. And it's kind of a Tudor-style home. It's got um, a stone facade and some half-timbering on the upper portion. And um, we just love it. And, you know, we feel like we have the best view in the historic district because we get that view of Cobb Park and the river and, um, you know, the trees across with the tower at Shapiro and stuff. So, oh, you know, man. Just, so you've, I love, got the, you've got the best. Yeah. I, yeah. I would not even trade that. I don't think for a riverfront property <laughs> because I love it. I might be inviting myself over for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Just so you know, totally. I, I'll bring the wine or something. I'll, you know, I'll Sounds pay, good. I'll pay my way in. I promise. Okay. Yeah, Sounds good. I'll, <laughs> or I, I bet it, uh, a like a <clears throat> like a bonfire would be, if that's even allowed. I don't know if those are allowed in the in Kankakee or not. But in your backyard, say, in your backyard, I was going <laughs> to say that would be a, a. I bet that's a, a picture perfect view. You know, at night mm-hmm. if you're having a, a bonfire in your backyard, I would imagine. Anyway. But um, we'll get back. Let's get the, let's get to the house walk now. What? So this is this Sunday, December fifth. What are some of the the houses that are going to be shown? Um, well, as um, Joan was saying, we have the um, Gra- Grassos, and it's a 1920 Craftsman. Um, we have uh, Dave and Anya Barron. Um, Alderman Dave Barron of the Second Ward. Wonderful guy. Uh, yes. Uh, a 1913 prairie with colonial details. That house is lovely. It's a huge brick house. And I love, they have a their own spin on it. It's historic with a contemporary edge. It's just, it's a, it's a really nicely laid out home. Um, we have um, Rob and Julie Rivera, which is an English tutor, 1928 English tutor, and that's actually on the river. It's a lovely, lovely home, um, and they have wonderful collections. Um, and we have a former carriage house, which was converted to a home in 1919, which is on the river, and um, that's owned by Brian and Sherry Haug, and that's an interesting uh, twist that's not your normal home. Yeah, I would imagine not if it was a carriage house. Right. That sounds really neat. Right, right. Oh, and oh, and then also we have a 1910 Colonial Revival, um, Diana Crawley. She's, you know, newer to the neighborhood, and she is just, she's, she's an artist. She truly is an artist. So that's interesting. The Crawley name, uh, that I feel like that fits right in because the, the that comes from, I always think of uh, Downton Abbey. 
Does oh. anyone watch Downton Abbey? Am I the only one? No, you've never watched Downton Abbey. The the name Crowley is oh sure yeah, yeah is in there. So. I guess I didn't make that connection. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I feel like it's only fitting that someone with go. that last name would live in the historic district, you know. And <laughs> but uh, what what are some of the the coolest uh, stories that come out of? the Riverview Historic District that are attached to some of these homes, like some of the people that originally built them, you know, obviously Emery Cobb, you know, that's obviously one of the the people to come out of this neighborhood, but I know he's not the only one. This is when we need Jack Lacey. (laughs) So there's so many other names from Cobb to um, LaCour, as I mentioned before. What Uh, do the LaCours do? Well, the liqueurs at one were um, in um, were merchants, and then they had clothing business. I think they started off with a men's store. But for years, I mean, liqueurs was still around when I was a young person. But they became like the women's dress shop in Kankakee, downtown Kankakee. Um, I want to go back to the carriage house, and there's an interesting bit about that. That carriage house was actually moved. And originally it was with another group of homes at a split in the historic district next to that vintage apartment apartment building. building. But they moved this carriage house, rotated it 90 degrees so they could get the best view of the river. And then it was Mr. Volkman that turned this into a new home for his new bride. So how how do you rotate a home 90 degrees in early 1900s? I'm kind of amazed. How do we do this? My uh, my grandfather has pictures of, uh, I don't know if it's someone from his family, but he's got pictures from probably about that same time period of, of someone moving a house from, you know, one town to the next. It just blows my mind. It's funny how... We live in a day and age where we have more than enough, like, amazing technology and equipment to move houses a lot easier, yet it doesn't happen <laughs> like it used to happen. How about it? Although, like, they, yeah. like, that was just a normal thing. They used to do that all the time, just move houses. But now it's, like, it's a very rare thing you So do they move it see. with a tractor? There, well, I, if I remember, there were... I don't know if there were like timbers or something underneath, and yeah, there had to have been a tractor involved. It's been a while since I've seen these like, pictures. Yoke up but, the oxen. I mean, how did they do yeah, this? <laughs> I, you know, that's something I'm going to have to quiz him on. And actually, better yet, I will get those pictures from him because I know he's still. Yeah, yeah, I know he still has them. But yeah, how? It's just I just can't imagine how much work that was to do in 1910. And I, like I said, I think it's hilarious that. They don't really bother doing that anymore, even though we've got plenty of of technology to to make that mm-hmm. <laughs> moving easier. Um, is, is, so was the so the carriage house was that originally associated with that apartment building then, or it, it was the two other houses that are north of the apartment building. North of the apartment building. Okay. So they split that house, correct? Yes. And they made that two different. Residences, and then it was just it dawned on me. Isn't there a, one of the historic homes was owned by the Volkmans or or 
um, built by the Volkmans? Well, this was, this carriage house was a Volkman, but there is a Volkman home on Chicago that Mrs. Barbara Volkman is still there. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Yes. I did not realize that they still... they were the jewelers? Still, yeah, that's, that's the, the family I was thinking of. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize there was uh, a family that still there. I thought maybe the, the home had been sold by now. No. Okay. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, so if someone is, is hearing this before December 5th, uh, I know you have to get tickets for this, uh, this walk. And where do they get those? And, and what's the cost involved? It's $20 per person. And our um, tickets are being sold at local um, florists. Um, this year, our vendors are Bussy and Reek on West Court Street. Uh, Love Christian Center on Schuyler in downtown Kankakee, the Flower Shop on North Hobby in Kankakee, Moon Cookie Gallery on South Schuyler in downtown Kankakee, the Kankakee County Museum on um, South 8th, the um, Tholins Garden Center in Bourbonnet, Bada Bloom Flower Shop in Bourbonnet, and Joy's Hallmark in Meadowview Shopping Center. So $20 each, and the day of, there will be $25 each, and then those are only available at the actual trolley barn, which is north of the depot. And you can also get them online. If you go to our website, riverviewhistoricdistrict.org, you can get them online also. Okay, perfect. So where does the, the walk start? At the trolley barn. It does start at the trolley barn. Yes. Okay, and then goes on from there. So obviously everyone's going to make sure they dress warm. I assume it'll be cold, but it's been cold lately. So Oh, we're, we probably and, will have a warm-up by then. It'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be dry and warm. Absolutely. Um, so... Anything else that people need to know to be prepared for, for the housewalk? I mean, I know each stop, you know, is is the the, the owner. Someone's going to be there to kind of tell them more of the story about the building of the house and the the unique pieces of it, right? Correct. So with your with your ticket brochure, you'll get a pair of booties. So wear comfortable shoes that you can slip a covering over your shoes when you go through the homes. I remember that from remember? when I went. As, yeah, I remember having to put these booties on my shoes. I'm like, man, this is hard. We'll, we'll, try, to have, we'll try to have chairs at the fronts and the backs of the home so that you can, you know, get your little foot coverings on and off. Right. Um, but no, we'll have um, docents at all of the homes and they'll give you a little um, information about the homes and, you know, maybe some points of interest in the home, you know, works of art, historical pieces, um, architecture mm -hmm. and don't forget your mask to yes. match your booties <laughs> you gotta, yeah. are the booties what they're usually blue, blue or something blue. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. so yes. everyone's yeah. going to be wearing blue masks yes. hey that's whatever works um so it, it's just such a, a a treasure to have this historic district in in kankakee you know not every town has and an official historic district, you know. I mean, some towns have historic homes, but not a dedicated district. You we know. feel very honored to, you know, to have this. And this is our major fundraiser. And last year, you know, we weren't able to have it. And we do a number of different things with the money that's raised. Um, we, um, I don't know, do you want to go into that? Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, I kind of wondered. I didn't know if... The money was used to help the homes in the neighborhood to keep up with their 
you know, or if that was left up to the, <laughs> to the owner. No, or... That's more of the homeowner. Okay, I, no, I just do, wasn't sure. No, we do a lot of like beautification things in the neighborhood, more neighborhood kind of oh, things. Okay. And we do we do some joint efforts also. Um, one of the huge things that um, happened was in 1995 was our historic lighting throughout the neighborhood. It was a, um, a joint project between the city of Kankakee and the historic district, and it was a grant, and it was we won the grant, and it was a and um, it was a huge, huge project. And um, then since then, then the city had gone on and done historic lighting further north of us in another you know, area of, I think, the second ward. In the Coach Light District? Was yes, uh-huh. yes. But um, ours was the original one. Um, and we've done um, a historic district sign in Cobb Park. We've joint gone um, jointly with the park district a number of years ago to do the walking path around Cobb Park. We've donated books to the library on um, history and architecture. We um, used to participate in Christmas in April when that um, used to take place. We would give a donation, plus we provided volunteers. We've um, given money to local schools. Mm-hmm. Um we, um, what else? Oh, we have the gazebo. I don't know if anyone knows the gazebo in Cobb Park is the David Letterman gazebo. Is there still one <laughs> it's gazebo still left? One. Yes, there's okay. one gazebo. I thought, I wasn't sure if they had uh, taken down both of them or just one of just, them. Just it was just one. the one they sent back to David in the ro- form of a rocking chair. Correct, correct. Okay. We maintain the one in Cobb Park. So we paint it, we do plantings around it. Um, I've got a picture of of myself uh, from prom with my okay. pr- with my prom date and in front of that gazebo. I'm almost positive, it like everybody a, else. Yes, yes, right? it's a destination <laughs> for pictures. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll keep it up for you, so, <laughs> so you can go Thank back. You. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm gonna have to dig up that picture now and yeah. show it to everybody so they can laugh. <laughs> Oh, um, we've done um, banners throughout the neighborhood to kind of help designate the the boundaries of the um, historic district. Um, We do an annual Easter egg hunt for the kids of the neighborhood. We do a um, Fourth of July bike parade for the kids. We do annual garage and yard sales in July. We've put together a, a nice walking tour brochure. Joan headed that up. Yeah, that was kind of fun. Um. Of course, you know, the anchor of our historic district is um, the Bradley House. And, you know, when I was there volunteering, I would see these people come from far and away and whatever, and they'd come in, they're like, this is great, so now what else do we do? And I was like, oh, my goodness. You. <laughs> so we did this walking tour brochure, and, and it was, it's truly walkable, but it's really cool to see from Frank Lloyd Wright, you see his thing. Because when you look out those windows of Frank Lloyd Wright, you see some of those Queen Anne's, and you see this different architecture at the time, and you see what the neighborhood looked like before Frank showed up with this brand new idea. So we got, so it's kind of nice. So that was the inspiration to do the walk, but it's just been fun for all of us to appreciate our neighborhood. You kind of forget what you're living in sometimes. So um, there's like, 12 houses on the tour that you can walk through. So, yeah. It's, uh, and it's always hard to, uh, sometimes it's hard to go from one to the next because you're like, oh, this one's so cool. I just want to keep looking around and, you know, and then, but you want to go to the next one. So, um, thank you. Is there anything else um, that we needed to cover? 
We brought you some goodies. You brought me some goodies. We brought you some goodies. One, you didn't have to do that. One is the the infamous. This is our five K box. This was oh. a, a fun project that we did um, in the spring in May. Um, our friend Bilyanka helped come up with this picture perfect five K. Oh, Bill is wonderful. Yeah, um, but we there's. Um, in here are some snacks, and there's also some fun, another way to walk through our neighborhood, and it's kind of some trivia answers questions. You'll get to see that um, carriage house that we talked about. You'll see the two houses that were split, so all these different things. And we also would love you to be our guest at the house walk, so you get to put on those blue booties one more time <laughs> and come join us. So that's all in there for you. Oh, we thank, thank you. Well, thank you for having us. Oh, no, that's so sweet. I wasn't expecting that. Thank you. I'm I'm seriously just talking about this. I'm amped and excited to <laughs> see these homes. And like I said, we are been... too. So we hope and we missed it last year. So we're all excited, you know, yeah. and the homeowners have been very, very generous to open up their home. So yeah, because they really I just remember them really decking them out. Mm -hmm. You know, they're it's not just like you don't walk into someone's home and it's like a mess. Like it's. <laughs> picture per you're walking into a magazine that's yes. really what it looks like a magazine shoot it everything's just perfect you know it's uh it's like a, a realtor is selling the home almost Absolutely. It, it's it's that it's that perfect so thank you so much that's that's so sweet of you thanks all. for having us of course um yeah anything else what is the website riverview historic district.org.org .org. okay so people can go there get more information mm -hmm. and what's cool is if for some reason, they're not able to make the house walk. Um, you know, they've got that, um, like that walking brochure that you were talking about. And maybe they won't be able to see the homes, but they can walk through the neighborhood and they can get a little. They can get a flavor of everything yeah, just, that's there. Right. And then hopefully the, the next year they can, you know, attend the, the house walk. Are there any other house walk related events that happen throughout the year? Or is it just this this uh, one in December? It's just year. this one in December. Okay. That makes it extra special then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Joan, June, Nina, thank you all for being here and thank you for the gifts. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. See you December 5th. Yeah. I'll yeah. see you there. <laughs> Good. Uh, this, uh, this Sunday. All right, that concludes this episode of Kankakee Podcast. I'm Jake Lamore. You can catch up on previous episodes of the podcast at kankakeepodcast.com or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. And follow us on social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok is at Kankakee Podcast. Also, if you want to reach out to me, anything podcast related or um, have any questions or have an idea to pitch to me, a guest idea, whatever it is, you can uh, find a, a contact form at Kankakee Podcast as well. Thank you so much for listening. Our theme song is by Lupe Carroll. People tend to stick to